Please follow along and let's read our pledge together. I will read this in English and Sensei will read in Japanese. Then he'll give the Dharma message for the Dharma school this morning. Our pledge. Breaking out of my shell, I will share a warm smile and speak gentle words, just like the kind Buddha. Not becoming lost in my greed, anger, and ignorance, I shall think and act with an open mind, just like the calm and peaceful Buddha. Not putting myself first, I will share in the joy and sadness of others, just like the compassionate Buddha. Realizing the gift of life I have received, I shall strive to live each day to its fullest, like the Buddha who tirelessly works to liberate all. なく穏やかな顔と優しい言葉を大切にします。微笑み語りかける仏様のように。一つ貪り怒り愚かさに流されず、しなやかな心と振る舞いを心がけます。心安らかな仏様のように。一つ自分だけを大事にすることなく、人
And this actually kept me surprisingly really warm because a suit um, is very thin in quality, but this actually kept me uh, really, really warm. So I do have this fond member, this vest jacket um, that I'll be giving up. Um, and so that's why I have this here, okay? So that's uh, those three. And then um, my son uh, has also a, a few things he wants to give away, but um, let's see. Uh, I will show you a video because he was kind of uh, nervous to do this in front of everyone. I hope you might uh, might make some time in, in the coming weeks to be able to do this. Uh, that, that might lead up to the end of the year. Um, and I hope you feel like um, you've addressed these things and, and properly recognize and appreciate what they've done for you. Um, uh, so today's service is the Shotsky Hoyo service, where we remember the memory of all those who have a connection uh, and have passed connection to this temple and have passed away in the month of December. And we call out their names because um, it is in saying their names or hearing the name that we recall who they were and, and their contributions uh, to this, right? And we remember who they were. Oh, 1997, or this person, this person, right? Uh, and then also today is Bodhi Day, Bodhi Day, when we say that Shakyamuni Buddha awakened to the world of truth, okay? And now, um, as part of today's message, we remember and pay special attention to the things in our life that make our lives possible, okay? So look how many things and people, how many connections to things and people, and especially um, how this teaching of the Buddha Dharma gives us so much, so much meaning in our lives. And so everything in this life has significance. Every person in this life has significance and our connections to things have significance. And what teaches us this great lesson, you might ask? It is the Buddha Dharma, okay? And that's why we come to Sunday services, okay? So next time you receive a gift, uh, um, please receive it in humble gratitude, right? Uh, receive it in gasho, or receive it when, uh, when you itadaku a book, chodai suru a book, okay? Um, and uh, when you have a meal, try to say itadakimasu, okay? And try to say gochiso sama deshita. I humbly received uh, this food, okay? Because uh, so many uh, lives have been risked or sacrificed and so many things have died for us to be able to keep us nourished and to keep going on in this life, okay? Itadakimasu, goshiso sama, putting your hands together in gasho. This is not a Japanese custom, okay? Other Asian cultures do this as well. But so this is not a, a specifically Japanese custom. It is a Buddhist custom. And because it is a Buddhist custom, it can be an American custom, okay? We just have to get used to doing this and we have to get people around us to get used to seeing that, okay? You know, 10, 15 years ago, no one used to say namaste, you know, none of that, right? But now we see namaste and say, like, oh, this person does yoga, right? So it's the same thing, right? If we, if we do gasho, say itadakimasu goshiso sama, people will become acclimated to our gestures. And that's why we have to lead the example as Buddhists to do that, okay? To show that, uh, uh, that uh, shisei, we call it shisei in Japanese, this attitude, right? So a lot of people say, you know, Jodo Shinshu Buddhist, what's the practice? You know, why don't you guys meditate like all the other, you know, Buddhists and all that stuff like that, right? All that is, is just noise. It's peripheral, okay? Mazu wa kore. Mazuwa gasho, okay? Mazuwa, mazuwa means um, uh, first, okay? This is what we have to show uh, in our posture, in our attitude towards the people around us, towards the things around us, 
and especially towards the Buddha Dharma, okay? This is a very important aspect, and this is what we can take away uh, today from this very special, special service. So with that, I would like to end today, and I hope, um, I hope all of you Dharma School students and all of you Sangha members, a happy Bodhi day, okay? And with that, I would like to close. Thank you very much. Please join, please join me in Gasho. Namo Amida Namo Amida Namo Amida Great. Thank you very much, Dharma School. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Sensei. Now let's sing along with Kaori to the Gatha We Are One. Together run hand in hand, listen to Amida's teachings. Listen with your heart, listen with your mind to Amida Buddha's teachings. Namo Amida Butsu, singing Namo Amida Butsu. All of the world is bright, singing Namo So if you could please join me in Gasho. In explaining Amida Buddha's great aspiration for all beings, Shinran Shonin explains the following. Amida's aspiration is like the right path, for it leads the multitudes of beings into the capital of wisdom. Namo Amida Buddha. Namo Amida Buddha. Namo Amida Great. Thank you very much. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I'm kind of going to uh, shift gears here for the adult one, and, and uh, don't, I don't mean to be a Debbie the Downer, but um, there's some kind of many things that are happening in, in the news uh, recently. And um, I, I think that uh, I wanted to kind of address some of those things uh, and, and kind of share some of my thoughts on that. So um, just on a personal note, uh, my, um, let's see, my brother, um, my brother's dog uh, has two dogs and one of them, Hanacha, passed away and she, she I guess she eats something bad, and like some kind of bush or something like that. And so uh, she ended up um, dying uh, and it was very kind of sudden. And I, ju I just remember seeing the dog the other day and the dog uh, kind of, you know, dying uh, uh, suddenly. And, uh, and then not only that, but, uh, you know, with uh, the Kaikyoshi ministers, um, uh, the BCA has uh, made a few announcements regarding one uh, Reverend Inoue, 
uh, longtime minister over at, uh, I believe it's Parlier, um, and in the Central Cal area, nonetheless, um, but he has passed away. Um, let's see, another person is Reverend uh, uh, Watanabe, Watanabe, who was in the Oxnard Temple, who um, uh, succumbed to uh, pancreatic cancer um, that kind of uh, uh, came back. And then um, uh, a longtime uh, IBS kind of advocate who worked closely with Moka Sensei, um, Jack Fujimoto has also um, passed away. Uh, and so this happened all within a time span of a few days, right? Uh, and then uh, not to mention, you know, we have the, the, you know, on a societal level, uh, the school shootings that happened uh, at the Oxford School. And then, um, you know, what was really sad to see was kind of the, the children uh, in the classrooms who um, kind of knew what to do and the drill, right? On the one sense, on one sense, you know, it's 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 good that they know how to keep uh, safe. But in the other sense, um, you know, it's come to this point where we have to take time out of uh, school schedule to do drills uh, in terms of what to do with an active shooter. And so these kids, in in a certain respect, are desensitized, I think, to um, the violence uh, that they uh, kind of uh, expect um, to see. Um, and so, you know, I think this issue of guns is, uh, is, in my opinion, is not a political one whatsoever. The guns is the problem. The guns is the problem. Um, and uh, we need to figure out um, how to uh, um, manage this situation because I think we've gone uh, crazy, quite frankly, because uh, we would rather prize our guns over our children, uh, over the children of this country, right? And the safety of our children. This is unthinkable uh, um, uh, in terms of all the other you know, countries uh, to have these school shootings uh, and, and let alone a first world country, a developed nation that uh, you know, has this problem is just, uh, is, is really kind of mind boggling in my opinion. Uh, and then we have these news in the Bay Area about these smashing grabs and people just have kind of just no uh, um, kind of respect for this society and, and, its, and its laws and, um, and just, you know, people stealing from uh, each other uh, just kind of brazenly um, is also uh, very kind of, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is, but uh, just kind of daunting, I think. Um, and also uh, the new COVID strain, as we all know, uh, and... Um, the climate change uh, situation worsening here in California. Uh, so there's there's all these kind of negative things that are happening in the news. I don't know if it's my YouTube feed or, or if I just flip it on the wrong time of the day, but you know, it's like all these news, just one after another. And at some at one point in, in the week, I was feeling really kind of down, you know, um, and just thinking like, you know, is there ever any kind of good news or is there any kind of uh, you know, respite, uh, kind of a, a relax, you know, a time where we could just kind of have one day where nothing kind of bad goes on. And I don't think that that's possible, you know, and uh, it's very kind of sad to see that. I don't want to worry you. I, I, I am doing okay. You know, it's just that, you know, when you see all these things on the news, it's very uh, depressing, I think, in, in certain respects. Um, so, um, you know, Shina Shonin is uh, said to have stated uh, in Japanese, he says this following words, Yorozu no koto which means uh, all matters without exception are empty and false, totally without truth and sincerity. The nembutsu alone is true and real. 
And this comes up in his book called The uh, Tanisho, which uh, one of his students writes uh, about um, him uh, and his lectures and his uh, teachings that he had given. Tanisho is a very famous text. It's uh, known throughout Japan. Uh, it comes up actually in their public education system. And so um, everybody has more or less a general understanding of or some kind of experience with the Tanisho. So, um, you know, I, I believe it's this is very true. You know, it's absolutely the case that all things are, quote unquote, empty and false, right? Which might sound um, at first glance, very harsh to the average person, right? Everything is empty and false. What about things like love and, and, and children's laughter and these kinds of things, right? Um, but um, what, what Shinan means is that everything is in flux and everything is constantly, <clears throat> excuse me, constantly changing. And so um, we fail to recognize that all things are always changing. We don't want things to change, right? And so that's why um, we uh, suffer because we fail to grasp this understanding. So Shinan then explains that the nembutsu is the only thing that is that remains constant. It's the only thing that is true and real. That is to say that only the world of Amida Buddha's great compassion, wisdom and compassion brought to us by the onembutsu is true and real. And this is what we should use as our anchor in this life of uncertainty. You know, in Buddhism, we often use the phrase impermanence. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, in Japanese, this is mujo. But actually, um, if we look at Shinran Shonin's works, he hardly ever uses this phrase, mujo, right? Why is that? Mujo, why doesn't he use the phrase impermanence? That's the basic Buddhist tenet. Um, but the understanding um, is that Shinran Shonin doesn't use this word because this is the, the truth of the Buddha Dharma. And he felt that it was not his place to tell other people that um, they should understand impermanence. So it goes to show this, this uh, humility of Shinran Shonin, right? That uh, he felt that the only, thing, the only thing that could tell other people about this truth of impermanence is the Buddha or the Buddha Dharma itself. It's not his place to tell other people, uh, in, uh, you know, it's impermanent. So either get with the program or, or you know, um, or, you know, you're going to suffer kind of thing, right? So he, he's, he's coming down on this very humble uh, perspective on this. And this is why he doesn't use the word uh, uh, impermanence that much. But more importantly, I think what this also shows is Shinran Shonin's humanity, humanity. He shows us how not only to tap in the world of the Buddha Dharma, the world of absolute truth, but that this world of absolute truth connects all sentient beings. It embraces all human beings. He understands and becomes one in solidarity with all humanity, right? And this is our value as Jola Shinshu Buddhists. We value that we are all in the same boat together, okay? And we can be in unity with all of humanity. So with the Nimbut's teaching, we know that we will be together with our loved ones, right? And if they pass away in the world of oneness, the world we call the Pure Land. With the Nimbut's teaching, we feel the pain uh, when others are suffering. We can understand that the turbulence and the suffering of this world is not caused by a foreign enemy, right? Rather, it is our egocentricity, the issue of egocentricity and delusion that causes suffering. So no amount of finger pointing, no amount of blaming and fighting with other people is going to end our suffering. Coming to wisdom and compassion is the only way to resolve the issue of suffering. 
So when it comes to things like crime, theft, or school shootings, through the Nimbus teaching, we can see that theft is wrong and killing is misguided. And that when we do these things, we inflict so much harm, not just to the people directly involved, but also the people uh, in the periphery, periphery, right? The, the kids uh, in, the, in the school, right? The friends of the kids who have passed away. The kids in the district now know about this school, right? This infamous school in which the shooting took place. The kids in the state now know about this place, right? And everybody in this country knows about this place. The families and the extended families are forever scarred by this uh, tragedy, right? And the trauma and the pain is endless when we think about it in this way. This is the pain that we as Buddhists feel, right? When looking at this situation. And finally, with the Nimbut's teaching, we understand that in the face of a pandemic, in an era of unprecedented climate remedies, we are all, again, in this together, right? And if we don't work together, if we don't see that we are all in this together, no one is going to make it, right? And in the teaching of Buddhism, the teaching first expounded to us by Shakyamuni Buddha, right? Everyone has to make it. Everyone must make it, right? Otherwise, no one does, okay? And this is the bodhisattva ideal. So someone might hear this and say, you know, yeah, well, I understand like things like empathy and compassion. I don't need to be a Buddhist to understand these things, right? But there's a difference between human empathy and compassion versus the Buddha's empathy and compassion. The human empathy and compassion is very limited. And I'll, and I'll give you an example of why that's the case. Uh, we might extend our empathy and compassion easily towards friends and family, the people that we have direct connections to. But it's hard to have empathy and compassion for people who are strangers that we don't have a connection to, right? Whereas the Buddha Dharma does not make such a distinction. The Buddha Dharma encompasses all beings regardless of who they are. And in fact, the Buddha Dharma does not select the chosen few to be accepted, right? Normally in religion, if you meet a certain condition, then that deity or deities will then accept you, right? And save you. But in Jodhishinshu, in Buddhism, in Mahayana Buddhism, everyone is accepted, right? They just don't know it yet. So the path to uh, being accepted is to realize that we are being embraced in this world of infinite wisdom and compassion. Again, I repeat, there is no condition that we have to meet uh, to, in order to be saved, in order to be spiritually liberated. That is a key difference, okay? Key difference between us and many other religions. So the Buddha Dharma will have compassion for all. Buddha even feels the pain and the ignorance of those who act in aggression towards others. Okay? So the Buddha Dharma, uh, let me just be clear here, does not excuse evil behavior. It is not saying that it is okay to act in aggression and hurt and kill others, such as this terrible school shooting. But it is saying that those who act in aggression are ignorant of the truth. They fail to realize that hurting others is hurting the self. How many worldviews do you know will say this? Usually it is the case that religion tells us that everything is black and white and that we should side with the good. We should fight evil and should only stand with the good. Buddhism, however, says that good and evil 
is not the absolute and the only way to look at this world. Buddhism says that in fact, truth embraces both good and evil because both of these things are products of egocentric thinking. So this is why, you know, Buddhism takes a kind of, kind of a lukewarm stance on, on the word justice, on the issue of justice, okay? Because yes, on the one hand, we do need justice, right? The people responsible for heinous acts like this school shooting need to be held accountable. So we understand that. But Buddhism says that the conversation does not stop there, okay? In a religious and a spiritual sense, Buddhism tries to get us to ask, why do we think we are capable of administering justice? What makes us think we are capable of determining what justice is? Who polices the police? What is the standard that we are using to judge good and evil? And are, are we always consistent with applying this standard to all groups of people in all situations? So Buddhism teaches us that things aren't so simple as they seem. Things aren't so black and white as they seem or that we want them to be. Again, Buddhism is not condoning evil behavior or acts of hurting others. However, it is getting us to realize the limitation of the human concept of justice, empathy, and compassion. Only the Buddha's great wisdom and compassion is limitless. And without the teachings of the Buddha Dharma, we will continue in the cycle of suffering and drown in the ocean of constant struggle. Um, in Buddhism, there is this common example that we use. You know, when you point the finger at people, you say, that person's bad, that person's bad, that person, those people are bad, right? And you point the finger at other people, right? And you, uh, but the whole time, there's one pointing finger at other people, but there's three, right? These three right here that are pointing right back at us, right? And we don't realize that, okay? So for every point finger that we point at others, there are three pointing back at us. So what that is saying is that Buddhism says, we have to look at ourselves before we look at other people and judge them, right? And in that sense, through, through that effort, we create this unity, this idea of universal solidarity with all of humanity. That is the Buddhist teaching. So this world was one of endless turbulence. It will never stop. And the more that we get caught up in it, the more engulfed uh, in this world of suffering we will be. It's like a whirlwind of a tornado, right? That we're constantly in. It's constantly chaotic, right? And nothing is reliable in this world as Shinnan Shonin explains. But, um, not, and not any one political ideology nor any one social movement is going to bring us lasting peace and happiness. So as I mentioned, you know, in this, um, a whirlwind of a tornado, you know, it's chaotic and it's endless. But in every tornado, there's what's called the eye of the tornado, right? where it's calm, right? It's very calm. And that eye of the tornado in, in the Jodo Shinshu perspective is the Nembutsu teaching. The Nembutsu gives us this calm and this respite in this world of chaos. Outside of this tornado, is nature, is true reality, just as it is. It is calm and peaceful as it is. And so the Nembut's teaching that is in this eye of the tornado is actually the way the world actually is. 
But what creates this tornado is our egocentricities. And so when we come to this Nimbus teaching, we come to the understanding that the world actually is a calm and peaceful place that embraces us just as we are. And it is a matter of us coming to that awakening. Okay. And so with that, I would like to end uh, today's uh, uh, message. And, and um, uh, I hope that, you know, in the midst of all this, you know, chaos that we see on the news, that that is all the more reason why the temple holds a special place in our heart and that the Nimbut's teaching anchors us in this world of turbulence. Thank you very much. Please join me in Gashol. In explaining Amida Buddha's great aspiration for all beings, Shinan Shonin explains the following, quote, Amida Buddha's aspiration is like the right path for it leads the multitudes of beings into the capital of wisdom. Namo Amida Buddha. 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 Thank you very much. Great. Thank you, Sensei. Um, let's see. We'll now have the reading of the Jodo Shinshu no Seikatsu Shinjo. Jodo Shinshu no Seikatsu Shinjo. Shitotsu Mihotoke no Chikai yo Shinji. Totoi Minao Tonai Tsu. Tsuyoku Akaruku Ikinukimas. Shitotsu Mihotoke no Hikari yo Aogi. はい、それでは、え、始めさせていただきたいと思います。皆さん、おはようございます。え、え、子供の学校のクラスメイトについての話になりました。クラスの あなたの親の<笑> 
、うちの子が、えー、だからパパ、えー、あの子とまた会ったら、お前が問題じゃなく、親が問題なん,なんだなと、えー、なんだと言ったらいいんでしょ、えーまあ、素直な顔で私に聞くんですね。びっくりして、もう、いやいや、そんなことを言ったらいけないよと、えー、慌てて息子に言いました。しまったな子供の前でそんな話をするもんじゃないなというふうに思いながら思いながら後悔しました子供にとって親の言う通りにしないといけないんだというのが、えー、当たり前の、えー、ことなんですねしかし親の立場から見たらそんなフランクなことを言うのは非常識なことなんですねということは、えー、子供の非常識と常識親の常識と非常識は必ずしもはっきりしたものではないのですね常識と非常識は人それぞれの都合で判断していく相対的なものなのです。また、こういった感覚からすれば、宗教の世界というのは、どちらかというと非常識なものなのです。なぜなら、人間の理性を超えたところにあるからです。宗教の世界は人間の理性を超えたところに,ところにあるを英語で言いますとですね、Uh, the world of religion is beyond human reasoning. The world of religion is beyond human reasoning. と訳しまして、まあ、これはパッと聞いたら何らかの迷信的な、あるいは魔法的な、ねえー、ものだと、えー、などだと、えー、聞こえてしまうかもしれません。ですから、宗教というのはよく誤解され,て、えー、されていくわけなのです。つまり、宗教は一般の社会からは非常識なものだと思われているのです。そんな迷信的な、あるいは魔法的なものなんか信じるもんか、ただの作り話だよと、まあ、批判されるかもしれません。しかし人間の世界を超えるということは、えー、人間が思っている常識の世界より深い普遍的な世界のことで、人間の根源にある世界なのです。ですから、人間の理性を超えていながら人間から離れた迷信的なものではないのです。すべての人間の根源的なことに共通するところにあります。しかし、その世界にアクセスするのに理性を通して出会うものではないのです。なぜならば、人間の理性というのは自己、このインディビジュアル、セルフですね、セルフ、自我というものから離れないからです。そして、自己というのは煩悩の塊なので、なんぼ理性と言っても 100% 論理的で客観性のあるものではないわけなんです。したがって物事を正しく見ることができなくて、自分の都合で物事を判断してしまうのです。これは善である。これは悪である。これが正しい。これは正しくないものである。などと決めつけていきます。つまり、人間の理性は自己から離れないから限界があるのですで。そしてその限界の世界を通して無限の世界、如来様の世界を分かろうとするのは不可能なのです。やはり無限の世界から、えー、私たちのところに働きかけてこないといけないのですね。それを私たち浄土真宗の信者、お念仏がその働きであると受け止めさせていただくのです。皆さん、このようなことはありませんか、えー、うどん屋で、えー、うどんを食べて、その後でどっか行きます。まあ、えー、職場に行ったりとかします。しかし、うどんを食べている時に、歯と歯の間にネギを挟んでしまい、えー、自分が気づいていないまま堂々と一日を過ごしています
ネギを、えー、歯のところにずっと挟んだままなのですが、自分は気づいてないなのですね。そして、えー、夕方になって家に帰ったら妻が、えー、あんた、歯にネギがついてるよと言われて、えー、一日中こんな恥ずかしい姿でよう歩き回っとったなというふうに思います。やはり自分の恥ずかしい姿は、えー、自分で気づけることってないのですね。あるところまでわかるかもしれませんけれども、自分の本当の姿を自分で知ることはほとんどないのですね。やはり他人あるいは他者から教えられてやっとそれがわかるのです。阿弥陀如来様の恩働きがまさにその自分の本当の姿を見せていただく鏡なのです。妙教、えー、という言葉があるんですけれども、えー、妙というのは明らかである。で、教、えー、は鏡のことなんでども、これ合わせて妙教と言いまして、お経に出てくる言葉なんですが、えー、このことを、えー、まさに指しているわけなんですね。自分の本当の姿を明らかにしていただく鏡のようなものが如来様の教えです。それが仏法なのですで。自分が見たい世界、あるいは自分が理解しているところの世界ではなく、自分の都合を問わない、ありのままの世界が真実の世界ということです。これを先ほど申しました宗教の世界、えー、というのですね。ある意味自分が関係ない世界なのです、まあ、細かく言えば自分が考えていることを超えた世界がこの真実の世界というわけなんですね。しかし先日のように、えー、自分が何を考えていても関係ないのですが決して自分から離れた世界ではないのですね。宗教の世界は自分を抱いてくださるのです。そのような不思議な働きが宗教独自の特徴なのです。決して神秘的なミスティコー、あるいは迷信的なスーパースティシュス、あるいは魔法的なマジコー、そのようなものではないのですね。ブルズムズナットスティンズ。仏法といった真実の知恵と慈悲の世界なのです。Okay? It's infinite wisdom and compassion ということなんです。子供が片足ずつに下駄と増量を吐く話と、息子が他人にフランクなことを言ってしまうことは一般社会から見たら、非常識かもしれませんが、同じく宗教の世界も一般社会から見たら非常識かもしれません。しかし、宗教の世界から見たら、あつまり、仏の目から見たら非常識であるのが常識であって、人間の理性がどちらかというと非常識なのですね。逆なんです。一切主情が真実の知恵と慈悲に抱かれていると見えないのが仏様から言うと非常識なのです。つまり私たちの見方が変なのです。煩悩を通してのみ世の中を見ようとするから本当の常識は見えてこないのですね。それを正しく、正してくださるのが阿弥陀如来の働きであり、それがお念仏なのです。ですから、お明語の働きは、弔問の中で我々の心を本当の常識を分からせる、分からせるためのものなのです。私たちはお念仏をそのように受け止めさせて、えー、いただいているところで、えー、ございます。私たちではなく、私はね、私は念仏をそのように受け止めさせていただきたいと思います。今日は、えー、皆さんと、えー、一緒にお念仏をしていきたいと思います。ようこそのお参りでございます。ありがとうございます。では合唱お願いいたします。何万ダブス何万ダブス何万ダブス何万ダブス何万ダブス何万ダブス
ました。皆さんありがとうございました。